All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome to a Pro Football Doc podcast, Sports Injury Central, SICscore.com. This is now week 11, I guess. Uh, week 10, technically, a little bit uh, more. The usual suspects here, Jacob's here, Taylor, Justin's lurking in the background. As soon as we say something bad about him, he'll jump in. Or the Packers. Or the Packers, yeah. yeah. It's like well, a Tony Reale kind of type, right? Catching yeah. our mistakes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, some great action this week, right? I mean, uh, obviously, Buffalo, Minnesota. I mean, what? Okay, let's start with that. Game of the year or game of the last 365 days. Jeez, okay. Buffalo versus Minnesota or Buffalo at Kansas City? Buffalo at Kansas City for me personally. Going Buffalo, Minnesota. How many times do you get a one yard line fumble, recover for a touchdown to change the lead? And then the game goes overtime after that. There's no question. I, you know, as a purist, I think you have to say game of the year or game of the three. I'd agree with Taylor. Buffalo, Kansas City. Not because I was at the game with my son. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, That's whatever. Side, yeah. But <laughs> This game was probably more, even more unusual than that Buffalo-Kansas City game. Yeah, that was traditional football, right? That was just this like two is, good teams going right, at it. Yep. This is yeah. this. I mean, <laughs> this game is like, oh yeah, there's that Justin Jefferson catch too. It's almost like an afterthought, and that ca- that catch is like an all-decade catch, all-century catch. Maybe no question that catch, For and sure. then the the Gabe Davis completion incompletion. Or, they, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, let's just get it out there at the top here. No, I do not think Josh Allen's elbow or potential ulnar nerve issue had much, if anything, to do with the fumble in his own end zone. I don't know. I guess in theory you could say he didn't take as many snaps during the practice, practice but he's done that before. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I don't Second see that should be. as a big deal. If anything, you'd be like most times quarterbacks don't take the ball under center anymore, mm-hmm. right? That's probably yeah. I mean, that's a lot of teams. Uh, Buffalo included. So I don't think it had anything to do with the fumble. Could it have something to do with he didn't somehow reach in with his right arm and wrestle the ball back? I, I don't know. I mean, he didn't get the ball back anyways. It wasn't near him, uh, maybe. But he played well in terms of a fantasy perspective. But his QBR wasn't that good. Or his normally he dominates in QBR, right? Absolutely. His running. Uh, and uh, his quarterback rating was, I mean, but 79, pedestrian for Josh Allen. Uh, once again, I'm not saying it's all elbow. As we said, he... 78.6, by the way. Yeah. Okay. He did fine. He put his team in position to win. Fluke got him. I get it. Um, so everyone's going to say, wrong, wrong, wrong. He played, he played. Look, my impression was he could play, but I didn't think he would because of the risk of injury in terms of the way the team played it. Right, he made it through. So good on the Bills. Um, is he out of the woods so far? If he plays next week, is it not a concern for a, a further tear of that UCL? Uh, look, if he hits it the right way, it's still a concern. So I hope they still have a modified game plan with ball out, and you know, let's not worry about seven and nine step drops and fourth reads. Right, <laughs> let's get the ball out and get going, or or run. I, no one wants to see him hurt. And look, I'd rather be wrong on the thought and the risk of injury and have him be healthy. I, I don't take any delight if if we're right. Um, 
by the way, you guys aren't addressed today. What's up? You didn't get the memo? <laughs> I did not get the memo. <laughs> this is like a tech company business casual for us. Yeah. Actually you're, went you're the opposite. Casual, casual. You're millennial casual. <laughs> I'm uh, wearing sweatpants. I went the opposite of you completely. <laughs> no, I, I don't have my red shirt on today. And Yeah, it's a work day. And I don't often, I mean, with post-pandemic, I started getting lazy and yeah, I, scrubs all the time. You and everyone. You know. <laughs> And we're in San Diego, but yes, I have a sport coat on, blah, 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 whatever. Just You guys let, didn't get the memo. We did not. Fired. No, it's okay. Last thing on Josh Allen, I, I think both of his picks came on the run. I know at least one of them when he was rolling right and trying to throw across his body. Is that at all related to the elbow? Is that a max effort throw? It could be because it's an all-arm throw right. as opposed to stepping into the throw. But I don't want to be accused of, oh, see, I'm that's, right. Da, da, da. No, yeah, I mean, no, that, that's, 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 me, doing, that's yeah. me nitpicking. Yeah. Don't worry. That, that, that can happen any any time. Right. And, uh, you know, he we did. I did see we all saw that one time where the camera's in his face threw the ball 20 yards and he grimaced. Yep. But even in the in the command center, I was like, does he do that always? Maybe. I mean, and Bills fans said he did. So I mean, I don't some, know. we haven't. You gone can't back tell to me tape, that so. was a max effort throw. Though. Right. I mean, that's like a routine throw for right. Josh Allen. Yep. But he did grimace. But then again, as I said in the in the quote war room at the time, right? Some tennis players grunt on every shot, right? Right. whether it was max part of the process. Maybe. Part, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I didn't. He looked good. Uh, but hopefully they remember potential re-injury and keep them safe. No, no one, no one wants. I, I don't know what I'm that. more uh, impressed by the Josh Allen's performance after not practicing or uh, Sean McDermott with the hour by hour. He's out there and he runs off the field when the media is present. He's not even out there for pregame warmups. Can I be and honest? He comes back after he was totally with honest with all of us because it was hour by hour, and you even said on your tweet. It's going to be minute by minute soon, and it was. It was he, like, it, like realistically, when did they? They determine Josh Allen's going to play uh, Thursday, Friday, Sunday let, let morning. Let me let you on a secret. I've talked about this on SiriusXM before with Mark Dominic and others, and asked the questions. When someone says game time decision, the public perception assumption is the team doesn't know, and they'll decide on the morning of. In two decades, I don't think we we've ever had a true game time decision. The closest we've had is we think he's going to play, but make sure you get on the first bus and let's work you out and make sure it's confirmed. Mm -hmm. Or we think he's not going to play. Let's work you out on the first bus or check you in the morning just in case. You, 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 you know, but this whole media perception of game time decision, 50-50, we're going to flip a coin. We don't really don't know which way it's going to go. There's too much writing on that. I, 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 Look, there's people's jobs and livelihoods that machinations and thought process and meetings and medical staff. I mean, it's not just it's not the sandlot or high school. We don't know game time decision. Right. And Mark Dominic agreed. Other GMs agreed. Like it's not a true game time decision. You, you hear it now, media, true game time decision as opposed to false game time decision. They have a leaning. Like Josh Allen, I think what happened is they looked at it. They wanted him to play. He wanted to play. Right. And they determined based on what they found with the MRI and from doctors that you can't make me believe there was no risk of hurting the elbow because it's the collision sport of football. Right. Even if his elbow were healthy, there is some risk. But there was more risk, but they accepted the risk. And they got away with it week one. Hopefully, they'll get away with it week two. Every week will be better, but it's not going to be 100%. I mean, let's think about it. 
Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, we think bone bruise. Uh, and we said before the bye week for the Cowboys, eh, not only is he not going to play before, but I think he might miss the week after. Right. And everyone was, no, 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 Jerry Jones, he's playing, he's playing. And then late week, it started to shift, and then he was out, right? Do you really think the medical staff of the Dallas Cowboys was surprised on Sunday morning? Like, he's probably been out since Wednesday in their eyes, right? But, like, he's game home decision to us until a certain point. I mean, Matt Stafford, okay? You, you, I think a lot of people heard the story. Uh, uh, and uh, Kyler Murray, right? Uh, was it Colt McCoy? Yep. And... John Wolford. John Wolford. And uh, who was it? They bought a bunch of tickets to the game. Oh, friends. yeah. Colt McCoy's Colt friend. McCoy, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So they can't get it from the Cardinals. So they had to contact the Rams. So then the Rams kind of leaked the story out that Colt McCoy. That's when I saw the story. I was like, oh, oh yeah. Okay. The Rams yeah. leaked the story. Yeah. Well, <laughs> come on there. You yeah. couldn't go through an intermediary. That's what I'm saying. I thought that was a little odd. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I mean, you couldn't say, hey, JJ, we don't want the secret to get out. Can you buy 20 tickets for me yeah, and I'll yeah, pay you back? Right. Then they're not going to say no guy. to J.J. Watt. <laughs> right. yeah. If J.J. Watt calls the Rams, they're going to get it for him, aren't Absolutely. they? I mean, you couldn't figure it out another way than, than Colt actually calling? I mean, yeah. uh, so I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. that, that seems a little fishy. But remember, going back, I know Taylor remembers this. Jacob probably remembers. Back when Mitch Trubisky was quarterbacking the Bears. And Chase Daniel was the backup. And it was the Thanksgiving Day game. And uh, we, I didn't even see the Mitch Trubisky injury because it was a Thursday game after Sunday. Monday's injury report was they had to indicate throwing shoulder. So right shoulder, you they know. had to say something on Monday. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And the reports came out from all the big boys. He's fine, he's fine, he's fine. But the head coach said, Happened near the end of the game with the, the Harrison Smith hit from mm -hmm. the Vikings. Yes. So we went back and looked at it. This is a couple of years ago. Uh, and looked at it. Oh, he subluxed his throwing yep. shoulder. Um, He's not playing. On the short turnaround. Yeah. And we, I think I was working with the San Diego Union Tribune at you the were, time. And the were. line moved. And you helped me write some of that. Mm -hmm. And uh, the day of the game, they said, Oh, he's likely to play still. Then all of a sudden, though, he's not playing, but if it was a regular week, he would have played. It was a short week because yep. of Thursday Thanksgiving game. Yep. Meanwhile, the line moved across three and the whole deal. And I was like, no, I think he's missing next week too. And sure enough, he did. So why am I going through this long story? The day after the game, I saw a story. Somebody interviewed Chase Daniels' wife and said, how was it? Your husband finally got a start in the whole deal. And he said, yeah, it was a hectic week. We're getting ready to host Thanksgiving. The family was coming over. I was going to cook on Thanksgiving. They'd be home by the evening because it was an earlier day game. Yep. And my husband called me on Monday and said, change of plans. You better come to Detroit. On Monday. <laughs> on Monday. Monday. Yep. Okay. Yep. I mean, come on. I mean, yep. they know. <laughs> she, they know. They're not dumb. I mean, they know. They're just not telling us is all. And by the way, I don't. there were some media rumblings. Josh Allen running off. Okay, helmet, no helmet. I don't, uh, there was a lot of media. Some called me and talked to me and said, Yeah, I, I talked to a number of media. They all said, Yeah, yeah, I don't think he's going to play. And I said, And they said, They thought that was staged, right? We talked about him running off, yep. him running yep. off, yep. looking at the media, oops, and running off. I'm like, I don't buy that for one second. Any respectable football player, and I don't know Josh Allen, if you would have said that to Philip Rivers, if you would have said that to Drew Brees or Doug Flutie or LaDainian Tomlinson or Antonio Gates, you name it, whoever, that we're going to stage this and you're going to run off, they would have looked at you and said, nah. Oh, First of all, I don't think Sean McDermott would 
he's a football he guy. Kind of the, 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 PR, the PR department came up with it. The player and the coach, we, nah, we're not doing You're that. You're not going to get everybody involved in that. I yeah. think what happened is they said, look, it is our policy that everyone talks to media who practices. You're going to be limited practice. So just exit before media comes out and then get out of there and you won't have to talk to media. So we can keep our little secret that indeed we're trying to play you, right? right? So you don't, Josh, we don't want you to lie. So why don't you just get out of there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so after a game, look, how many times after sports that you're horsing around with your buddies, this, that, the other, and you're chatting, you're enjoying yourself, and all of a sudden, ooh, media's here. Bye. Yep. And he <laughs> runs off, right? Yep. I mean, I don't think it was staged. No. I mean, it's just football players are football players. Well, Josh Allen time, is yeah. a football player. Right. That wasn't staged. I don't buy that at all. Look, there's no question – Tom Brady stages some stuff related to the media. No, PR. no way. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. He's I two mean, and zero since his uh, filing for divorce. By the way, no, he, that's <laughs> not true. That's yeah. fake news. Really? That's fake news okay. since the official divorce. Official, came yeah. Two and zero. You since said official. filing said for divorce. No, no official. Okay. No, since he's been officially divorced. <laughs> his mind's clear. Want to move his mind's, yeah, I'm moving him. <laughs> yeah, no, don't go there. But anyways, speaking of the Germany game, do you guys like that? Um, a little. I like waking up early, too early. So, but. Let me tell you, it's almost more likely to have a franchise in Germany than it is in London. I agree with that. I mean, in the end, NFL Europe was NFL Germany. Yep. It was five German teams that sold out everywhere. Absolutely. And one not. It was like Amsterdam and Germany at the end, mm-hmm. right? The 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 British teams, the England teams, and whatever Barcelona. Germany is a hotbed there of uh, American football. And football yeah. in general. Yeah. yeah. Should, should we all <laughs> sing? John Denver, yeah. Yeah, should we sing Country Roads? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe Justin will play that for yeah. everyone in the background. You guys want to sing along? Lip sync? <laughs> I'm good. No. Do you guys even know who John Denver is? Oh, of course. I know that song. They even made a movie, uh, uh, Logan Lucky or something like that. Something like that, yeah. It's a good you movie. You say, yeah. of course. There's so many things where I bring up and you like that You John told Denver- us we don't know about Dominique Wilkins. I was offended by that. We both got good dads. They they educate us on what we need to know culturally. Yeah. Okay, so that means there's a gap. What your dad yeah. educated you on and what you know. And correct. then there was like a gap. Oh, correct. Your sure. dad educated you and then a gap. And then Yes, correct. Because there's yeah. so many pop culture things that you guys just don't. I mean, I don't know. Like you, the movie Stripes or Animal House. <laughs> you you did like, get us on Stripes. You're like, yeah, what, is, what is that, that right? <laughs> I mean, that's too young for your dad. Correct. But too old for you guys to have any appreciation. That's of. the exact My gap, dad's yeah. a Bill Murray fan. It's the only reason why he watched that. I, he was I, went, I went to Disneyland this weekend with the kids for their 10th birthday. Oh, you're going to be losing on the characters. You probably don't know any of the characters, huh? Oh, a lot of the characters I don't know. Yeah, they're, getting, they're changing. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then, uh, and then, uh, we're timing things out, and of course they have the the new Star Wars. I don't even know what it's called, Star Wars ride. There's the the one where there's a mission. Yes, yeah, capsule, you have to walk through a, and everything. There's a yep. new one that like your hockey puck or floating around. Yep. Anyways, sounds awesome. It's cool. so fun. Yes, very fun. So we're trying to time things out to get everyone to do everything. You know, it's like a management issue. Yeah, scheduling out. And and I have an older daughter. She's a senior in in college. And I said, well, you're gonna want us to do Star Wars, aren't you? Like thinking. And she goes, I've never seen a Star Wars movie. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> and I'm like, well, the 10 year olds have because of the remake yeah. remakes, right? She's, so in, that she's gap. in a gap yeah. where she's never. I was like, All I right. was Darth Vader for nine years in a row. Uh, I'll tell you. Uh, uh, <laughs> Halloween. Uh, was he at a different age? <laughs> I know, than I she know. Is. Although <laughs> my wife old, told yeah. this story. <laughs> it's true. My son and the kids, they know way more music than 
but I can't name anything. Because yeah. there's YouTube videos, I mean, little girl watches yep. song after song after song. Yeah, my little five-year-old went and bought a, a on the way out a, a baby Winnie the Pooh doll. I'm like, where do you watch Winnie the Pooh? It's like, it must be YouTube or yep. something. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. Because they stopped showing that like 20 years ago. Anyways, <laughs> my son, God love him. You see him, see him on the on the Twitter live stuff. Yes, I believe. Play music and say, like, "Mom, play that song." What song? You know that song I had the other day. By who's it by? And he starts singing it. I can't sing it. Don't make me sing it. I don't know the <laughs> song. He goes by that guy, Dre. <laughs> and my wife goes, "Dre? You mean Dr. Dre?" Yeah. <laughs> wow. No, no, no. Yeah. But here's his defense. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Don't ask me to sing the lyrics. What's his most famous song in the lyrics? Uh, by the so bleep 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 Dre. Uh, yeah, he says it he in the lyrics. Self a lot as Dre. Yeah, <laughs> no, but he you're says supposed to know the doctor part. <laughs> no, but but he but in the song oh, lyrics, D R E, yeah, uh, D R E. That's uh, You know, whatever, whatever. Yeah. So, anyways, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how we got sidetracked. Country roads, though. <laughs> Country road is what reason. Yeah. Okay. Here's my thing. I saw so much on the internet. Oh my gosh! How first of all is John Denver a cult guy? There, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I mean, like growing up, you guys probably don't know this either. I mean. What what's a foreign song that you sang when you grew up or knew or heard in a foreign language? Foreign language song? Okay, I'm going to date myself, and I'll Macarena. bet all Macar you guys. I was just thinking the Macarena is the first thing I thought of. Oh, it's God. not even foreign language. <laughs> okay, uh, that's the first thing I thought you, of too. The, the two songs that come to my mind are probably not even songs you ever heard of. Okay, with a '99 Luft Balloons or something. There's a oh, I've heard that. Yeah, heard that. Okay. there's like a remix on the radio now. So that, yeah. yeah, what about? Like grade school, Farajaka. Oh yeah, yeah, I know Farajaka. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. I was like, okay. Go. See, grade school we, songs see, they they get yeah. passed along. I think we're, yeah. okay. we're barely in the last generation that got that played the recorder, so we played Farajaka on that. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, okay. Yeah. And, and and wait, did you make a case out of a uh, a box of toothpaste and re you know that's what we did? <laughs> okay. You know, recorder case, yeah, right. project. You put it in the <laughs> and then the the box. The Crest toothpaste comes in. You put paper over it and color it. <laughs> there you go. I don't know. Showing my age there. Anyways. <laughs> Off the rails here. Country roads. Okay. I don't know what Jet Denver is, but I'm getting to a medical point. I'll bet you guys you don't know this. Do you realize when you say sing Farajaka, you have no accent? Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. You have you ever been first of all, let's back up. Most Germans speak English. Yep. Correct. It's not, okay. Yeah. I mean, most European countries are bilingual or or trilingual or right. most at least where I've been in Germany, most better, of them speak better than English. us. That's for sure. Yeah, most Germans speak English. Right. Okay. Second of all, do you realize when you sing, you never have an accent? See, there's the medical tidbit. See, this is medicine. You never have an accent when you sing. Hmm. When you speak, you have an accent. But when you sing, you don't because it's in the tones. Right. So if you listen to the country roads, you think everyone speaks fluent English. <laughs> They're able to mimic. You ever been? To Europe, and you have a singer, and they're singing a, the Beatles' American song, and you talk to them, they don't speak a lick of English, yeah. mm -hmm. right? Yep, because they're able to mimic the sounds yeah. and tones. Not have to mimic the accent, yeah. right? Yeah, you, it, that, that's in music. No one has an accent when you're singing. There you go. Fun fact of the day. Okay, Fun How, fact of the okay week. maybe rapping, another, oh, rapping, another, rapping. You might, but yeah, you're <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're trying, but when yeah. you're truly singing, like when you sing Farajaka, people don't have an accent. Yeah, and so when you when Germans sing "Country Roads," they don't have an accent, but they do speak English. But usually, right. So, anyways, can I tell you what the connection with that? His last name's actually Duchendorf. Didn't say that right, probably. So his dad was in the military, 
and he was German. So that's why maybe John Denver. John German? Denver's name is Henry John Duschendorf Jr. Right. And his dad's very wow. German. Yeah. I Sorry. I, I, I don't know how you guys all tied that together, but I'm here for yeah, it. I mean, <laughs> I don't know that either. But anyways, <laughs> I, I, I like that stuff. I, I told you I always liked, uh, you know, Sticks Renegade being in the fourth quarter. Yep, Steelers. You always like that. Yeah. And, uh, I like the Padres with Blink-182. They're trying. Yeah. yeah. And then obviously uh, 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 Red Sox with uh, – Whatever that song is, yeah, it's oh, Neil Diamond, yes. yeah, yeah, Diamond, yes, yeah, yes. yeah. Anyways, well, since we're off the rails, let's let's jump to NBA real quick. I right. uh, got got some NBA coach speak. Uh, Sweet on Caroline, the, Sorry. Sweet Caroline. Sweet there you Car- go. <laughs> Top thing. On the LeBron James groin strain that's kept him out um, for at least one game. They got four days off and they play Friday. Uh, Darvin Ham said of LeBron James groin strain, uh, it wasn't no, there was nothing torn. He just had a strain sprain. It's the Darvin double speak. Yeah. <laughs> look, I don't look. Non-medical person, they're forgiven. Right. Okay, and we've said and reported his groin strain is not as bad as the 2018, years, 2018, 2018 yep. where he missed 18 games. Yeah, 17. Yep. Sorry. 17. Sorry. 18. <laughs> wow. 18. Fact check without 18. He says 18. Now. I don't know why. I think there's a wager coming here. <laughs> we all get lunch from no. Anyways, whatever. We thought this is maybe half as bad. So maybe missing most of November and then coming back in December sometime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Head coach, LeBron James hasn't said much about it. Uh, he said it was a spasm, but it's obviously more than a spasm right. if it shows up on MRI. Spasm doesn't show up on MRI. So they're saying not as bad, partial, strain. Whether it's strain, sprain, kind of doesn't matter. Whether it's muscle or tendon, bottom line is adductor. In order to see it on MRI, there has to be some either inflammation or damage. Right. So partial a strain, by definition, is at least a tear. Now, grade one, minimal, grade two, partial, grade three, complete. I get it. He's probably saying he doesn't have a complete tear, but he does have a tear. There's disruption of fibers. So we do expect LeBron to continue to be out or limited or risk re-injury for the next couple of weeks, probably a week or two or more. Even I don't know that he's going to come back as quick as people think. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they use him in. I mean, Anthony Davis has taken on a huge role in that offense. Taylor's been hitting his props for sick picks. I think we're up to, what, 17 and 11, 17, 10? 17, props. 11. I did drop a link in Slack saying 17 games for LeBron James just to make sure. All right. The groin. Well, I'll, count okay. that. I'll count that later. <laughs> but that's right. But the bottom line is um, he's what, 35? 37. 37. Yeah, he's old. And he's played. 20 years of yep, NBA yep. basketball, yes, <laughs> including deep into the playoffs for the vast, vast majority, including a lot of NBA finals. So he's played 28 big seasons. A lot seasons of mileage. Yeah, and right. Extended seasons. And he plays hard. And he's a big guy. I'm amazed he's lasted so long without more. I think he's start, it's starting to come up, though. Since he's joined the Lakers, I think every single season he's been missing a decent Father amount of Father time is yeah. undefeated. Yes. <laughs> Well, I mean, in the end. Yeah. they have that commercial with Father Time. Do you see that? <laughs> LeBron really James, he's fighting with Father Time, yeah. literally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what number is LeBron now? Still know. 23, right? 23. Yeah. Yeah. So it's LB23 yep. instead of TB12. He should never be wearing 23. <laughs> I, don't know, but... I don't know. All right. What else we got here? We got a lot of stuff this week, I think. Yeah. Back to uh, so, some hiding behind health. The uh, Panthers are switching streams, going the other way with it now. Uh, they announced this morning PJ Walker, high ankle sprain, uh, Baker Bayfield to start this week. PJ Walker played the whole Thursday game, uh, finished the game. We didn't really see much. And then all of a sudden on Monday, they come out with a high ankle sprain. So we'll, we'll go back and look at footage, but it seems like their mind's made up on Baker. Well, 
and this is where hiding behind health is, right? I mean, uh, we didn't see anything on PJ Walker. Maybe he has something mild, but enough to finish the game. Has a mobile quarterback. Yeah. yeah. And and look, Ryan Tannehill finished the game and then now missed two weeks right. and now is back. And uh, yeah, it is hiding behind health. And I'm not saying they're completely lying. Instead of saying, PJ, you're benched now. It's, oh, PJ, you have a high ankle. He does. Now, if that high ankle were on Tom Brady, he'd play. And I'm not saying Tom Brady in terms of toughness or if that. Look, hiding behind health. If Josh Allen wasn't Josh Allen, he would not have played. That would have been a hiding behind health benching with his elbow, right? right. Uh, kind of, but it's Josh Allen. So, you know, yeah, it's PJ Walker. So any small thing, and, and here you go. There's lots of examples of it. In New Orleans, hiding behind health to get Dalton in there. Now, Winston's health. We've been saying for weeks he's healthy, but now there's a lot of rumbling. He's healthy. Now it's it's clearly become a coaching decision. We've said for weeks it's a coaching decision. Right. We were surprised that Mark, uh, that Jameis Winston played that first week with the transverse process fractures. More surprised that he played than he didn't play. Because they released a back injury news after, like to a game after he already played through it, right? Like it wasn't like after. So, I mean. Well, the bottom yeah. line is that's a hiding behind health. I mean, right. it's a coach's decision. It happens a lot. What's a, a, a another one? Um, I was Jeff Saturday this week. Matt Ryan kept it under wraps the whole whole time. Two weeks ago, it was shoulder sprain, and he's done for a season. Not, I don't think they said done for a season, but they said it's Sam Ellinger the rest of the way. Well, I, I know what. I mean, Jeff Saturday. Congratulations, he won. But I guarantee you, he's saying in the building. Um, because he said in his opening press conference before he really probably talked to Ellinger or any of the coaches, Sam Ellinger is the starter. And he can defend that. You can't call him a liar. He says, yeah, when I said I wasn't press conference, <laughs> he was a starter. Didn't talk to anybody yet. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't trying to change anything. And then I got in the building and I realized Matt Ryan was healthy. And I said, okay, I'm going with Matt Ryan. Right. I mean, right. so there are defenses for it. But that's what we're here to do. Uh, interpret the coach speak a little bit in terms of what's what's going on so there's nothing wrong with it i mean you you got to manage the team we do it we do it uh we do it all the time look i i do uh i do coach speak to taylor all the time <laughs> he's he's gotten good at interpreting it so lebron james is number six by the way guys he's back to number oh, six justin's sorry. not doing a good Tony yeah, rally job for us i'm trying to get <laughs> yeah, do both. Number six. yeah number six yeah I sorry mean, <laughs> i mean i mean sometimes you know it's coach speak and sometimes you know yeah you guys don't listen how how'd that how that overdue there? <laughs> Which one? On the aircraft carrier. Um, oh yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gonzaga, Michigan State. Too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another interesting one to watch for fantasy purposes. Uh, Tampa Bay played in Germany, so they got a week off this week. But Leonard Fournette came out with a hip pointer. They said hip hip during the game, doubtful, and uh, after the game, Todd Bowles said hip pointer. Uh, Rashad White seemed like they were swip- switching. Um, running backs per drive anyways. So Rashad White finished with 22 carries for 105, um, and Leonard Fournette had 14 for 57 and a touchdown. Well, now there's without, reports that he could he could play after the bye week. Is I think what he Schefter's can saying. play after the bye week. Hip pointer, you can inject it to play. But depending on how sore he is in practice, look, if Rashad White is on the borderline of taking his job and he gets all the reps all week because he, he doesn't need an injection, Rashard White's the starter. Right. Now, hiding behind health, they can either keep Rashard White as a starter or when, hey, Fournette, when you're healthy, you get the job back. Right. Boom, healthy, and you get the job back. Yeah. Right. I mean, it changes. I mean, that's what coaches do. 
they're they're dead last in rushing yards per game. Uh, I know a lot of that's O line, but part of it's Fournette as a plotter behind a bad O line versus Rashad White, younger guy with some elusive skills and yeah. Well, can't uh, catch the ball. Didn't didn't really last game, but he can catch the ball also. So it's not like you're sure, losing anything. But I I mean, look, we have so many games on. I don't watch every one, but if you look at game script, I mean, this German game, Germany game, Tampa Bay was playing from ahead. Are we shocked they had a lot more rushing yards? Right. I mean, <laughs> as opposed to in other games when they're playing from behind and and what have you, right? I Seattle's mean, defense isn't exactly shutting people no, down. So no. Uh, let's get into some. Big ones to watch for week 11. Cooper Cup, a big fantasy name out with the right high ankle sprain. Seems like there's some optimism that it's not the worst case scenario, but what is the best case scenario, Doc? Uh, Cooper Cup needs to play. He has to play because he's like the last man standing on my Scott Scott Fish fantasy team. Uh, I'm limping through right now with so many injuries. and, uh, and, uh, and Our kicker so had 18 points this week. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I mean, look. Cooper Cup's got to get health. No, just joking. <laughs> I mean, uh, it. We did the video from the war room here. High ankle, significant. Hopefully, no fibula fracture. That would end his season. People are saying it's the better case slash best case scenario. Or let me rephrase that: it's not the worst case scenario. Right. So I would interpret that as no fibula fracture. But I still expecting IR. Minimum four weeks. You are expecting so. IR, you said, yeah. I yeah. am. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think I won this week, but I think four weeks out cup. That's your number one pick. Yeah. <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> a lot of people are in that same boat. I'm limping in. Like, I won't even tell you who my quarterbacks are. <laughs> it's bad. It's capital B A D bad. Yes. But a convincing win, I think, this week. Well, I guess it's not done yet. We still have Washington. I looked at it. It looks like you're okay. Yeah. Yeah. With a super. My defense is really good. Yes. Except we don't have any defenders. <laughs> we play <laughs> yeah. the teams that we play have bad a team weeks. That, yeah. That, yeah. I mean, you know, I guess the team's worse than you are that week. You're yeah. okay. Anyways, yeah. Cooper Cup, expect him to hit IR. Right. So they play the Saints next week. Is there, I mean, no, no two concussions are the same. Stafford didn't make it back for this week. What are his chances against the Saints? I think better than 50 50. Yeah. And that line's at three, that plus three. Saints are at home. So, yeah. Yeah, but I think better than 50-50 that, that Stafford plays. Yeah, well, the week will tell. We'll see his practice pattern uh, coming out starting Wednesday. Um, yeah, it was just too close with the Tuesday-Wednesday entry. Right, uh, delayed symptoms. Friday. He got placed in concussion protocol on Tuesday, so it was tough to turn around and get cleared by Sunday. Yeah, it's like a we, Thursday game, right? If he got on Sunday, it's hard to play Thursday. Yeah, and that's what we were saying. It's not impossible that he could be cleared, but it's not impossible to cur- to, to, to get a third and 15 or third and 20, but chances are not good. Right. right? And it was chances not good. He didn't he didn't make it. But this next week, I think their reason more good. As a matter of fact, I think he has a better chance of playing this week than Kyler. Now I know they don't play each other again, right? That this last week it was, was Kyler and Matt Stafford. If one needs to clear, the other one is dealing with something that's hampering him significantly. That's the next yeah. one I was going to. Kyler Murray, they play on Monday, so an extra day rest. But in Mexico City, um, Colt McCoy looked like he picked up a hamstring in that same game against the Rams. So they, they face the Niners division opponent. They need a win. So that's going to be interesting. I mean, does Kyler travel as a backup or does he leave him? How does that work? Well, oh, they, they're definitely traveling. How it works is if you, the only reason you don't travel is if you know for sure, you're not going to, you're play. not going to play. Okay. If you know for sure, then okay, then like, it's not like traveling. Cooper cup gets left home. 
hamstring Kyler, you might bring him along. I think they're going to bring him along, okay. right? And then we'll see because uh, I don't know when they go to Mexico City, but yeah. they're probably not going in on Sunday night, right? right. They're probably going a couple days early think, or figured, something. Yeah. So they'll probably bring him. And, um, you know, it's not impossible that we see the third stringer. Okay, if, uh, Trace if, McSorley. Trace Penn McSorley. Stater, Penn Stater, it's not yeah. impossible. Right now, I think Colt McCoy is the favorite to play, but Trace McSorley and Kyler, they're on the the radar screen. Too. Uh, well, Trace is mobile, and that's right. why he can replicate a little of what Kyler does. Colt's just a game manager, throwing it to the DeAndre and trying to work um, down the field. They got O-line issues, so you don't want two guys back there with bad hamstrings trying to escape, and Kyler got sacked five times in the second half after picking up the initial hamstring injury, so... No question. That a big was a one to watch. Before, and this is a big one to watch here in, in terms of, uh, yeah, the, the the Cardinals' offensive line. And then the other thing that we skipped over, the Germany game. That was interesting that uh, they almost didn't get the passport for Fournette. Yeah. Me and Taylor were talking about that. I mean, I, I understand it. there was kind of some rumors about Kenneth Walker not having a passport to get the Germany game. That makes more sense. First year out of college. Fournette's been in the league, what, six, seven years? <laughs> he hasn't had it come up since then. He hasn't traveled anywhere that's needed a passport. He's made, he's made his money. <laughs> that's that's yeah, an interesting maybe, one. Maybe, look, I'm not going to say... Cabo with the boys? Like you, like you <laughs> I, don't I don't know. know. I'm very surprised mean, on that. No, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, first of all, let me ask this question. Do you know where your passport is? Yeah, yeah. I, I actually use it for my ID because I yeah. lost my ID. Oh, because so. you don't drive. <laughs> yeah, so you don't have a driver's license. license. Yes, that's why you use for ID. I have a say, decent answer. Say the real reason, <laughs> uh, okay? You don't have a driver's license, okay? Everyone else uses a driver's license. Yes. My wife has it somewhere. I think it's in the house. I don't know. Do you know when your passport expires? Yes, 20, 2026. Well, you just travel. Yeah. You just travel. If I got a trip coming I'm, up, I'm going to know where my passport is. I'm going to make sure I talk to someone on the team to make sure I got a passport and I'm cleared. <laughs> well, tell me how you said before. You said the teams usually gather. Well, well, first yeah. of all, I think it's unfair to say everyone for sure has a passport and is, has it ready to go. I think oh, you're right about but, that. If, but if I'm in the leagues, well, right, you got a passport? Years, yep. <laughs> when does it expire? Where is it? Oh, look he just got guys. it recently, then. You guys are yeah, on top we're of it. We're on it. See, Cabo. See, See Cabo. <laughs> Cabo. Okay. That may be a California yeah. or San Diego. Yeah. Because yeah. Mexico. Uh, right I don't know. I mean, when he, did he not have one? Did he have one and expire? I mean, they do move cities and move. I mean, did he I lose mean, it along the way? lose it somewhere That'd and didn't have sense. it? And then, and then, you know, especially with pandemic post-pandemic it's I hard to get it back there's it doesn't take like three months. it takes yeah. months to yeah, get it back and you know you can try to expedite it but uh, hmm. i don't know it does Just seem so a little weird though i'm uh, pumping in because he was on the jaguars which essentially was like the team that traveled right weren't they the team that oh, traveled all the time a bunch yeah how, how that is weird. How did he not? How did he get away with not having one? It's a good call. Play for the Who said he didn't have one? He just doesn't yeah. have it. He could have lost oh, it. Okay, no, that's I mean, fair. The the move from Jacksonville to Tampa. I mean, I don't know. It could, have, could expired, have expired. Yeah, you know, yeah. and he didn't right. notice, and now you have to reapply and and go through the. But let All me right. tell you what teams do. I put the pitchforks down in in <laughs> training camp. In training camp, when you know there's a trip abroad. Mm. Yep. Everyone. They say, bring your passports in, and they collect it. And certainly when you hit the final roster, bring your passports in, and they collect it. And they give you the option to just keep it there, and they'll store it for you because you're not going anywhere in season. Right. So they have it. And when we traveled, the travel guy held every passport. He didn't give it to guys because then, oh, I left it in my hotel. Like when we went to Europe and played 
in London. We left from Buffalo to go to London. Mm-hmm. So now you're going to tell someone to pack in your bag from home to Buffalo, yeah. Buffalo in your hotel room, and then you. When you have a big travel party, someone's going to forget it right. or leave it at the hotel. I mean, uh, I mean, I remember once I was on a fun trip to to Brazil with uh, a dozen friends, and sure enough, one location, a guy left his passport, and we were mad at it because he had to drive like two hours back to the right. hotel to go get it, right? So now it happens. So I don't know. I don't know what, what it's all about. I left it, it in my back pocket in the um, wave pool before in Vegas, and I went back to the hotel, and I, I patted some, my butt, and yeah. it wasn't there. So I walked down, and it was in lost and found, thank God. But Oh, you <laughs> lost it, and you didn't realize it because you were hydrating. Yes, yep. yes, I yeah. was keeping very hydrated. <laughs> <for sure>. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Wave pool, okay. Yeah, wave pool or rave pool? What's the one that just go on um, the slope? <laughs> lazy River. Yeah, yeah, Lazy River. That's what that's it was. true. Yes, yes. Yes. I think it was a rave pool. Rave not pool, a not wave a wave pool. pool. Yes, got the. Uh, we got a, We're on TikTok Live. We're uh, trying that out um, for our podcasts and uh, fantasy football podcasts. All that Sunday mornings at at nine uh, Pacific, twelve Eastern. Got a question about Juju. That's and we can we don't have to go too into the the concussion um, topic, but Juju with the clear posturing, helmet to helmet hit, fourth of his career. At, um, were you surprised that that flag got picked up versus the Dre Greenlaw, Justin Herbert hit? So Juju's wasn't even a no. That was a penalty. They, no, they no, Juju, up they the flag. was a flag and they picked it up. Yeah, that was kind of. They said he let they. The clarification was he led with his shoulder and just happened to hit him helmet to helmet. And then two plays after, he did the same thing to Scantling. Yep. And and after the game, Valdez Scantling said, uh, Dre Greenlong gets suspended, but we get... Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Is Greenlong going to get suspended? Is it automatic suspension after targeting? They can review that again. To to me, let's let's talk about the medical. Yeah. (laughs) Posturing. Looks scary. But that doesn't guarantee that he's out next week. Okay. It's about what his recovery path is. If he still has a headache today, he's likely out. If he like, yeah, the posturing, but I woke up and I'm fine and everything's fine, he still has a path to, to get through and play. Do you think this day and age with the new Tua stuff that they just do it, sit him out because it was so visual defensing? Yeah, it depends. Well, I mean, we've seen the numbers have gone up. I mean, through week six, it was about 16% of players clear in one, less than a week to make it back for the next game. And now it's about 22, 23%. Well, it's like any new rule, so right? <laughs> you yeah. listen to it for the first couple of weeks. The immediate reaction. Then, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you can't judge concussions that way. So he's not guaranteed out. Um, yes, it's more scary publicly. And, you know, let's look at what happened to Justin Herbert. Okay. He got hit. You can argue whether it should be a penalty or not. I think most people would say it shouldn't have been an interjection. I don't think it right. was. Yeah. He, he, I think that was most got, people's he issue. He got hit, and, went, and, and okay, but the Walter Anderson referee said his knee was down, so it was unnecessary. Do you think Dre Greenlaw's looking if his knee skimmed the ground? I right. mean, it wasn't like obviously down. He didn't slide. And he's supposed to dive out the way. If, I mean, once you see the knees down. The target moves. Yeah. He, yeah. It's hard for him to move mid, I think. As, as Kyle Shannon said, I could see the penalty. I just don't see the, the ejection. Yeah, and right. I agree with that. But here's my point. A couple points. Number one, they spent all this time huddling and talking about the injection, and they inject him. They're about ready to go on to the next play. And then the buzz down comes to get rid of Justin Herbert. How can you have it both ways? How can you not have buzzed him down early for a head check? Right. Send him immediately. Instead of after the fact. And if anything, maybe he gets a head check during the discussion with the referee and comes back sooner. I don't know if he clears, right? And he did clear. It was basically halftime. But here's the other thing. Did you find it strange? I found it a little strange. Okay. 
New York is calling this in. Okay. And TV, if I'm not mistaken, said Troy Vincent called it in. Mike Pereira, whoever came on. NFLPA guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, he's an NFL guy. Is he just, uh, just, just he, doing that He's stuff? in the okay. league. He's in 345 Park. Oh, he's a league office. Okay. But he's not a referee. So that's just my question. Do non-referees now adjudicate ejections in game? I get non-referees adjudicate penalties and fines and whatever. But in game, I always thought it was a referee in New York okay. that said, I've looked at it. I know all the rules. Well, understanding out. the rules, yeah. And maybe Troy Vincent knows all the rules. Sure. But I didn't realize it was a non-referee that made that call. That it was a non-referee calling a referee, right? I mean, you certainly don't want a non-doctor calling a doctor to make a call. Right. That's I mean, why it, he's put... It, if if someone... If, it, the, the guy upstairs, Red Hat, there's a neural, neural guy who can buzz down, but also an ATC, athletic training. But at least they're medical. You wouldn't want an administrator buzzing down. I mean, I thought that was kind of strange, right? I mean... Look, if someone was going to tell a doctor on the field what to do, I'd want it to come from Dr. Alan Sills, right? not Troy Vincent. He's the VP of officiating, so he knows the rules very well. So he's in charge of the department. Right. Okay. Okay. I mean, I was head team physician. I didn't make any concussion rule in, rule outs. I had the primary care doctor whose specialty it was do okay. it. And I supervised them and I would quiz them and say, should this guy go in? Should the guy say, you sure? I'll back you up. What about this? What about that? But I don't know that I would ever make the final call. Okay. I would back up the calls. Right. Someone that knows specialty, you back the person. He's yeah. VP of fishing. So maybe that's, he's, but maybe he's had got more training than referees. It was just a question. But there should still be someone, I think, next to him, like you said, that has a, some sort of medical knowledge of the Who's situation. a referee who's been on the field right. and done yeah. it. I know mechanics. that might be hard to find that combo, but I mean. I don't know. Maybe yeah. that's, it's okay. It's yeah, just yeah. a question. Right. Um, uh, and then the other thing was the buzz down. Did it come from New York or did it come from the local guys? Good question. It took a long time. <laughs> it's just a question. No, you're right. I don't think anything wrong was done, but, and then the final question was, I'll ask it in, Okay, if that is um, Josh Palmer, is it the same? No. Quarterback, big-name quarterback. It's If most, that's yeah. Justin Herbert on Sunday at 11 a.m. Pacific time when there's eight goings going on, does New York even have the ability? To, I mean, are there no. eight Troy Vincents? No. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> yeah. Primetime game with all the Tua stuff. Yeah, they wanted to make a show of it. I don't know. I'm just asking the question. Andre Cisco did it twice and didn't get ejected or flagged for either one yeah. on on Juju or MBS. So yeah. Anyways, um, one comment on. Uh, but I'm all for health and safety. I'm glad they're doing what they can and the whole deal. I just find the mechanics interesting. And I'm not a conspiracy theory guy, but yeah, what gets attention? I mean, think about this. Let's go back to attention. When Devonte Adams quote pushed the guy, and you all thought I was crazy. You thought he'd get suspended. I said, well, it's kind of his pathway in the whole deal. And then there was a lot of social media reaction and other, oh, he's going to get suspended. A reporter said it. And then it was a bye week for the Raiders. And then what happened? Nothing. The noise went away. He gave him free that. tickets, bet MGM, you know. <laughs> no, know. I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, you know, it, it went away. There wasn't a big ruckus after that. Um, I have a comment. Um, uh, Caleb Farley, he had the disc issue and you were wondering which one. I just saw he's seeing Robert Watkins, who's basically, it says he's a back specialist. So I would say maybe the disc, or is that not always 100%? Neck and back go together. Okay. <laughs> I, <that laughs> I mean, <laughs> I know Robert Watkins got identified by Schefter over the weekend for, who was it? 
going there for an opinion on his and he was identified as a cervical spine specialist in an article over the weekend. It says spine surgeon, yes. Now yeah. he's identified as a back so He does both, okay. neck and back. Okay, no, I got you. I just didn't know if we could figure it out from that comment. Who was it that went out to – I don't know. I don't remember. There's a guy, prominent player, that went out to see him, and there's some question marks about their return. Okay. We'll get oh, to the bottom of it. Uh, maybe it was Shaq Leonard. I don't yeah, yeah, it yeah. was. He yeah. was the back. He had, he had, a, he had a setback, setback with yeah, the back. Yeah, yes. exactly Shaq was. Leonard was yep. seeing him, but it, he was identified as a cervical spine specialist. Right. So it's, I just didn't know. Yeah, either one. I got it's you. Both. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Judy, you want to get um, word on? We had we just had the one distance view. We said yesterday appeared to be serious. Oh, I, mean, I mean, look, it looked like on the cut eccentric load that he might have been his Achilles, but we had no close up confirmation. People are now saying. It's anything but the Achilles. They are saying it's the back of the ankle. Now, in the back of the ankle, strain muscle behind the ankle is what. Yeah, right. Well, first said. of all, yeah, ninety percent of what's behind the ankle is the Achilles tendon. It's the biggest, fattest structure there is. Period. Okay. End of story. There's a posterior tib tendon. Of course, there's artery and nerve. There's a perineal brevis tendon. A perineal longus tendon. There's not a lot of muscle back there. It's too low for muscle behind the ankle. Right. Feel your own ankle. Do you feel any muscle back there? Perineal brevis, maybe there's a muscle belly down there. Maybe they mean muscle slash tendon. It's fine. Right. As long as his Achilles is not torn, it's good news. But obviously the fact that he couldn't put weight on it indicates that he's not playing this next week. Um, and that's why you guys did some articles related to Cortland Sutton and and what have you. Yeah, I think the bigger issue for Denver is just the continuing O-line issues and Russell Wilson and the offense not clicking. I mean, they, they're down to running back Two or three. I mean, they well, got Chase I mean, Edmonds at the deadline. Is still not the left tackles out for the season. Yeah. Garrett Bowles, mm -hmm. Billy Billy Turner, Turner <clears throat> re-injured his left knee. MCLs out. He's been shuffled around that side. The backup center shifted over from guard. Starting, starting guard hurt. moved to center. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, they got multiple issues. A lot of shifting. Line. Yeah. So they're dead last in scoring and first in points allowed. So if that continues, they'd be the first since like a 1940s Steeler team to do that. So what what's that? Do you tell me if they scored 18 points a game? Yep, every game. 18 points in every game they played, they'd be 8-1. and Because of how much they don't give up, yeah. In regulation. Well, yeah. So not yeah. They, I know they've been to some overtime games. I had a player bring up for the Monday game. Obviously, he's not ready to go this year, and we've been saying this all along, is uh, Chase Young. They're saying they just came out today and saying he's not going to be activated again. Uh, I mean, I need some more recent video. The last video I saw a week or two ago, he, he didn't, didn't look, look ready. good at all. Yeah. He didn't look ready. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe it was just warming up and he wasn't full go yet. You know, individual drills, but he didn't look ready. The, the spin on so, that is interesting. They said because they practice indoors, the team kind of pulled back and didn't want him to go as hard. So that's why he's not ready. It's he's not ready because it's an ACL and it's less. Well, than remember, a it's year. not an ACL. Remember they said <laughs> it's ACL more. plus. Yeah, yeah, plus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, look if. It's, is it the one-year anniversary yet for his injury? I don't think so. No, I Not don't think yet. so. Okay, so let's just say if a player isn't healed in 45 weeks, the 46th week isn't going to make him 100%. Right. I mean, it just one more week, work, yeah. <laughs> doesn't work that way, okay? It just doesn't work that way. It's got to be gradual climb, especially the last few percent. Yeah, the commanders just need a boost, so it would be great for them, for their morale to see him back on the field, but you don't want to rush him and have him have a setback like jk dobbins or i mean maybe and when that he does come setback, back how but... how effective right I right mean, you gotta get around the edge edge i mean you gotta look for him to be on the defensive left side to have a left healthy outer leg and jk dobbins now you bring it up 
did say it was a setback, but he admitted that he wasn't fully there. It wasn't a setback because the scar tissue that he had surgery on is a direct result of the multi-ligament injury. I mean, right. it was just always a bad injury. It's not an unexpected outcome of trying to push through and play through that. Yeah, and it's not surprising when you have a more severe injury. Today's like actually the, exactly the year. <clears throat> oh, Chase Daniel. Yeah, it was November Chase 14th. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Happy anniversary. <laughs> or <laughs> That's a very unhappy <laughs> anniversary. <laughs> What's that? That's a very unhappy anniversary for him. Or a year <laughs> better. I don't know. <laughs> I told you the story. I wouldn't want to remember that. I wouldn't mark Ten it on years, the calendar. Ten years to the day, Philip Rivers texted me. Yeah. I think a little bit more time is helps with well, that. He's in the midst of his and, rehab. And to be fair, and, yeah. it wasn't the day of his injury. It was the day of his surgery. Right. Tenth okay. anniversary of his ACL surgery. There you go. He okay. texted me and texted me. Text. <laughs> I didn't even know. Because that was a bonding experience for him. You guys were all hiding it. He needed to, you know, it was just you and him, like two other couple other people, right? <laughs> Let me tell you, we didn't really hide it. Really? I mean, we did in this sense. But part of it is... See, I work at a private practice, so we have all the facilities, the own surgery center, own MRI, own this, that, the other. Look, you have to, I won't say a name of any university, the local one, and you're not trying to disparage it. Right. But if you have to go to the local university, you check in with a clerk, you walk in through a public area, you see different techs. Like the MRI tech, we just have the one. They're there all the time. They do all the chargers. The The surgery team is small. I mean, it's okay. it's was easy to, we didn't even tell anyone to keep a secret we just knew that, mm. that the secret would be kept the secret i think i told the story before keeping it was actually when we decided we were doing what we we're doing that our head coach norv turner said don't announce it at the team don't announce this at the coaches meeting okay so well, i remember that story because you were like oh wait he thinks there's some snakes here <laughs> like, well, i mean there's some leaks <laughs> yeah yeah right yep. if he's saying yeah. don't announce it you're like then, oh <laughs> you know i was like oh that was my education to me like mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's you know i wasn't doing anything immediate like sources but we, so the whole team knew like well the players actually knew how do okay. the players know because Philip's going to tell Billy Volick. Billy yeah, Volick's right. going to know. And and the locker mates in the locker room. And the locker room is a special place. The locker room's going to know. They're not going to go up to Philip and say, what do you think? But, uh, you know, you know, they saw him in a post-op dressing the next day. They saw him doing rehab all week right. there. When they walked by, they probably noticed there were poke holes on his knee <laughs> or surgery, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they may not have said Philip was going on directly, but they knew. And actually, that's how the secret came out after the AFC Championship game. I believe it was a a couple of players that were disappointed about the loss and being asked about the loss. And they basically, you got to go talk to that guy right there. He played six days after an e-scope and I don't want to hear any criticism. Everyone's here has got mm-hmm. a lot of heart. And that's how, actually how the okay. the story uh, uh, came out. And uh, I guess I could share this story. I think I, might I was worried about bringing it up before, but I think you've said it's, it. I don't know if I've said, said this or, before. Yeah, yeah, Phil's yeah, fine yeah, with yeah. it. Yeah. But you talk about leaks. It was interesting. So, we get in Friday night for the AC championship game. And that's the year the Patriots undefeated. And Junior Sales on that team. Mm-hmm. Right. And so obviously we're friends, blah, 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 blah. So on Friday night, he had said, Oh, well, let me know. Friday night. Friday night they're not in a hotel. I mean, Saturday they're in a hotel. Okay. So Friday night text me. I got a text him. So oh, we're in 9 30, 10 o'clock. What are you doing? It's so early for me, right? We're grabbing late dinner because time change. And uh, he says, yeah, this, that, the other. He wasn't going to meet up. And he said, I still remember, buddy, we know 
your quarterback towards ACL and isn't going to play, you can tell me. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you can tell me. <laughs> we already know. Yeah. yeah. And 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 all I replied was LOL. And I just let it go. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Was he surprised that he played or well, he didn't know the whole story, okay. obviously, but right, either right. that or Bill had intelligence or something. Right. right? Oh, I mean, of course. Something. Yeah. But uh he probably was just taking a stab at it, you know, <laughs> right. looking for a reaction. It just reminds me a little bit of the Jimmy G situation. Remember with uh, Bennett and stuff like how I just don't know how how much you tell the team such stuff, right? Like they, didn't they don't tell, get a report, yeah. but they, you know, like they, Bennett act like he didn't know Jimmy. Or he thought Jimmy was going to play until Brissett was out there. Right. So I don't know how much some players know and some don't. And it's the Patriots. I know they lock down a lot over there. But. Yeah, I think for the Patriots especially. But, uh, you know. People are going to tell their friends in the locker room. Right, but th that's a tight bond, right? You're not going to mm -hmm. go outside that bond. That's how we kept the secret. We didn't even make a big effort. We just kept the secret. And the team kept it together. Yeah. Oh, and talk about coach speak. Coach Turner, I don't think we'll mind. Yeah, uh, we've talked about it. We're friends. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, after our meeting with Philip, and he goes, "Well, okay, you're going to go off and do the surgery," and Philip. Didn't have anything to eat and drink. He was, he was ready to go from the get-go. We yep. got the MRI that night, whatever. And uh, I said to Coach, it was it was him, the head athletic trainer, me, on the head athletic trainer's office. And what are you tell the media? He goes, yeah, don't tell the coaches. Don't. Like, okay, that's fine. I mean, I don't usually go to the coaches' meetings. It's James, so right. he's not going to tell them anything about the knee scope or anything else. And uh, I said, well, what are you going to tell the media? Because you know he usually does his press conference Monday, yeah. you know, uh, and he says I'll just tell him uh, uh, we're we're still evaluating, or you know, MRI's pending. The MRI that we got on Sunday night when we yeah, landed, right. <laughs> that one. Okay, uh, and I was like, okay, what are you going to tell him tomorrow? Because <laughs> that's only a one day thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and this is why we said with Sean McDermott when he said on monday we're still evaluating do you think they didn't get the mri by noon i mean come on they got it first thing in the yeah. morning or sunday night okay uh, they're still he wasn't lying they're still evaluating evaluating what to do not evaluating uh, the elbow right and uh and, and i said i know we don't get involved in it but coach is like what should i tell him i said well he does have an mcl component why don't you just say it's an mcl Right, you wouldn't even be lying. Yeah, <laughs> coach speak, <laughs> but not lying. <laughs> not lying. Yeah, yeah. And and that's why I always say what we do. Insider knowledge in terms of how things work, not just never insider information. Just having been on that side of the equation is a tremendous advantage. Trying right. to look at some of this stuff. I right, get to beast of the week. Uh, got a good one from college football. Um, Nebraska wide receiver gets airborne, gets a helmet where you don't want to get hit, and then lands on his neck, pops right up after. <laughs> I mean, that looks like a rodeo clown getting tossed, right? I mean, uh, I'm sure Justin's showing the video. It's Alante Brown, remember, sophomore, I believe. Remember, no cups. Yeah, just like the Rams next week. No cup. Sorry. <laughs> Justin, I hope you have sound effect <laughs> he, on that. He, he said that to me earlier and it felt, already, felt just uh, as flat. Yeah. So I mean, where's your soundboard? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is. 
There you go. That, I, I, honestly, I, I liked it a lot. So, uh, it, it, you know, it was a good like joke. Like the joke it or just, the sound, just, sound effect? No, the joke. The oh, joke was you. good. It just, yeah, I'm sorry. So. I'm sorry. The audience. The audience no, no, no it's more. all right. I, audience, yeah. you don't have to worry about them. Yeah. No, okay. <laughs> I, want, I want to mention, so you, you posted uh, the clip on your Twitter doc and uh, Brad Ziegler, ex-MLB uh, pitcher, ex-Oakland A and Diamondback and all that said, uh, appears to be more taint than junk his medical analysis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this podcast is appropriate, but I'm, I want to give Brad, I'm, I'm, Brad Ziegler a shout out. Uh, it's all, it's all good. Um, well, my other beast of the week one is you see the Baker Mayfield video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, head butting head, everybody. Head congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> head butting everyone as it come out and, and he didn't have a helmet on. He yeah. Just a regular hat. But if Justin plays that video, you'll see, some of his, the, the offensive linemen that he headbutts, he wasn't even starting that game. I was like, hey, you're going to give yourself a concussion. <laughs> right. But forget watching Baker Mayfield do that. Look at the reaction on a handful of the offensive yeah, linemen after. They look at him like, what that was hell? not planned yeah. at all. Yeah. What the? It's the first time he's ever done that, for sure. <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> and, think and, we even and, like and you. And he got him pretty hard. And yeah. it's like, I don't know if it was like, why are you doing that to me? Or is it, dude, you don't have a helmet on or you're crazy. I, I, we need to caption that. I mean, that would be. Uh, you guys can do that for TikTok. You can capture sure. the, the response of uh, of uh, his, the bubble thought in the lineman's head. His reasoning they, behind that. As yeah. they look, look behind him. That well, was an interesting one. During Sunday's sure. game, I had to run it back multiple times because I thought uh, the Steelers defenders did that. Uh, they got one of the, I forget who it was uh, on the Steelers, but got a strip sack and they got the ball back. And then KZ goes over to him on the bench and the other guy's sitting there without a helmet. And they did the the fake headbutt. So maybe they're making fun of Baker now that I'm thinking about it because I thought, I thought he'd had a helmet on and full on headbutted him. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I uh, to, I I'll pull up that clip, I, Justin. I but yeah, um, yeah. another. Oh, sorry, I had a beast of the week nominee, uh, Jake Matthews, getting to the field after having a child. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, you know, Dro- drove back right. I think no, you, games in Carolina. No, come on, come on, <laughs> come on. He I don't know. I'm saying what's publicly reported. I don't. Yeah, he yeah. walked back. <laughs> drove back in a. Fred Flintstone car pedaling. If, no. if you can't make it true, make it good. Yeah. My guess, I'm just saying. Yeah. I don't know this. He took Arthur Blank's plane. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, Arthur Blank went, here you go. Yeah. Take care of it. Come back and help us out. Right? I mean, that's not that far of a drive. Come on, Atlanta to Carolina. Justin, how far is that drive? <laughs> Justin's attending to the Justin baby. Justin, 100%. No, so, so he's, yeah. yeah, they're in Charlotte, Charlotte to Atlanta. That's probably like a three, almost four hour drive. It's about four. But maybe a little over four, actually. But so he yeah. definitely flew then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, huh. he flew. He flew. The I best mean, part is him running in just all like flustered and flip-flops and, and flip-flops. not knowing where to go. And they're pointing yeah. him to the right locker room. <laughs> yes, I get like some, that part. Get, get some shoes on. You can run faster. <laughs> He's like, I'm about to. <laughs> no, no, those family stuff were fun. The other one is, uh, what about uh, Mama Bosa with all the diamonds dripping? That's yeah. right. She was dripping. I mean, she playing that outfit for a while, definitely. It's a thousand dollar whatever jewelry, but like a five dollar jersey, maybe, right? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> the, pull, stitching, pull, the stitching's off. You'll pull up that there. this jersey picture, Justin. Of, uh, of uh, if you, uh, I'll pull it up now, but Justin will pull it up in the in the thing. If you look at it though, it's a really interesting thing. She's got all the diamonds, and everyone's looking at it. But I think that she made this stuff herself because I know some people do like that little rhinestone bedazzled stuff. That's what her hat, hat looks like. Something but, she but, made. But save a diamond and, and get a better tailor. What what is up with that? That it, it looks like a Picasso. Yeah. I mean the the nine and the seven and the things aren't lined Abstract up. Abstract art right there. Now, yeah. But let me ask this question. Maybe it's different. Do they wear different size jerseys, Nick and Joey? 
I don't know that. I mean, it looks like Joey's jersey is like oversized. Maybe he wears bigger pads. Why wouldn't she just get the size of her? Well, because he probably wants their son's actual jersey, okay. right? Oh, I mean, that's cool, sentimental. I no, I get it. But like the nine and seven are off cattywampus. And, yes, and that's the, my favorite word. Yep, and sorry. the and the, the chart, I mean, it almost looks like I look at it, Joey's jersey, or at least the one she has, that she was bigger. Yeah. In size as you look at it. I don't know. I'm not a tailor. You're a tailor. I am. <laughs> I am. <laughs> All, right. All right. Enough of that. But we'll have to give it to the guy who got rodeo clowned. Yes. And, uh, and uh, got up from there. Oh, before we go to, we, we're going to have that uh, good turf article we published, right? Um, I know we were going to talk about it a little bit. I don't yeah. have time, but uh, that's the slit film stuff's coming out. The hashtag safer fields looks like there's some kind of movement going I, I, yeah, on. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna address that, and we don't have all the data the NFL has. We have the ACL data, but we not, have ACL. Else. Yeah, uh, we'll give you the full analysis. But ACL tears from this year, interesting stat: sixteen teams play on artificial turf, sixteen play on grass, sixteen grass fields. 14 artificial turf. MetLife and SoFi have two teams. ACL tears to date through the halfway point of this season, a little more on grass than mm-hmm. turf. Not statistically significant. Just ACL tears. Right. A little more on grass than turf. Um, and if you look at some of the other stuff, who leads MetLife field with three, SoFi with three, Lions indoor slit film Ford Field, yep. Ford Field with three. Denver, I forget the name of it. Correct. My high stadium. My high, whatever the but name they have a, is. But they have a name in, yeah, in the beginning. Right. Yep. Grassfield with three. Mm-hmm. And um, Dolphins Hard Rock. Dolphins Hard Rock. Yep. Grassfield with three. And remember, Mile uh, SoFi and MetLife have two teams. Right. So there really should be one and a half, you know, if you really broke it down, right. average. Etc. So, not a glaring difference, right? But that's just ACLs, and we'll do a whole analysis and, and cover that at six score, uh, etc. So, uh, look, I'm all for grass fields. I'm just saying the difference isn't as stark as it's made out to be, at right. least for ACLs. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can say high ankles and other things and, and so forth. But, anyways, thanks for joining us. Sorry we went off the rails. Uh, so, you want to uh, serenade us out with? Uh, Country roads, or what do you want to do? He can play it, maybe, like the soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us and listening. And uh, yeah, I'm not sure about your joke, though. Save that for the uh, another football fan fantasy I football will. podcast. I will. I'm so yeah. sorry, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, watching SICscore.com. And look, uh, I'm telling you, fantasy guys, go look up the six score player page and do your comparisons. It's very helpful for DFS and fantasy because you get the health of the run defense your running back is facing. Justin Jefferson was one we promoted in our newsletter. C.D. Lamb. Yep, C.D. Lamb. Justin Justin Jefferson was our prop pick of the week based on Bill's past defense. We gave it out on Jim Rome's podcast. And when we gave it out on Thursday on the podcast, his prop numbers weren't even up. We expected it to be high 70s, low 80s. And that's what it was, 81. 81. Mm-hmm. And he got, what, 193? Yes. I mean, some of it is just because he's super right. But some of it was the <laughs> past defense I like getting well. props over 100 of the number. That makes me feel like we knew something. That, Do you get yeah. paid double? I hope. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening and watching. And uh, go to SICscore.com. 
Thanks. <laughs>